We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. of no other pod we are back for another victory pod i'm jimmy as always with my good buddy dan dan this uh this one felt like at times it was a little touch and go but we're here victory pod pretty solid pretty solid playoffs we coming baby okay well pump the brakes i ain't pumping shit (laughs) (laughs) you get excited you get some goddamn excitement in your life right now it is fun to watch this team, and I'm going to just be excited. I don't care. Oh, it's a super fun team to watch right now. I would say it's one of the more fun teams in MLS to watch right now at this moment. It is fantastic. I, uh, I'm i still not holding out a ton of hope for the playoffs. It no, is technically I'm not, possible. I'm not a big dummy. Okay, I'm just being silly, obviously. <laughs> but, God damn, isn't it, isn't it more fun to be a little optimistic these days? Try oh, it yeah. out. Try it on. feels nice. Oh, it's great. If nothing else, I'm optimistic about 2023. But we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about the game against San Jose. We're going to talk about how we're looking. We're going to look at Eric Tommy getting player of the week or team of the week recognition. Uh, it's, you know, all sorts of stuff's going on. So uh, very excited to talk about that huge game against the LA Galaxy this weekend. So that's yeah, going to be fun. Big one. Big National one TV, too. I think. It's what? National TV. Is it? I, well, that's I think exciting. So. On Sunday. Usually the Sunday games are. Oh, yeah, yeah. Very so, cool. I think, uh, you know, this is a big deal, especially that LA Galaxy, uh, they uh, got oh. the one. Yeah, this is a Unimas slash Twitter you game. Say na- yeah, you say national TV and everyone's like, okay? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's not exactly uh, for everybody. But, uh, hey, at least we're nice. We get a little recognition, you know? Yeah, and, and you know, this one became a very big game for uh, the LA Galaxy, who are also in a playoff uh, fight. Uh, they had a huge mm. win, unfortunate for us, but a big win over the Revolution last week. So we're gonna uh, we'll talk about that game too. But I'm not gonna call this. It, I'm not gonna call it a national TV game, Jimmy. It's on Twitter, <laughs> right? It's a doggone Twitter game. We're, let's not get excited. I mean, Unimas is national. Well, you say one more. What'd you say? <laughs> Isn't Unimas? Uh, yeah, it's, it's a national channel. Might be in I Spanish. Mean, yeah, it is. But you know, you want your English language, you know. You go to Twitter. And, well, they used uh, to have the, you know the MLS and SAP option on Unimas, and you know, or yeah, or they had uh, Univision, Univision, which I think that's where uh, the the span the 
it'd, it'd be English broadcast, right? SAP. Yeah, you could choose to have an English broadcast, but yeah. they got rid of that. So yeah, they did. No bueno. And that's fine. That's fine. Us English speakers, we've been stealing stuff for years. Let them have it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is available on Twitter. I hate it. I don't like watching a game on Twitter. It is a terrible experience. Now, how's uh, that work? Just on your computer or? or uh, yeah, I mean, you know, maybe you could try like the Twitter app on Apple TV. I don't know. Oh, is there one on Apple TV? I think so. It no, sucks you again. You scroll Twitter on your TV? No, it's like strictly for video. Oh, okay. So you can like click on like the sports and it'll show you like, these are the Twitter sports videos yeah, that are right now. Right. And I think you might be able to watch a live broadcast on there, but don't quote me on that. I just envision you in bed, uh, doom scrolling Twitter on your just television. Just on my Apple TV. Or, uh, yeah. <laughs> scrolling. You're, you're looking at, hey, babe, look at this cat. Isn't that silly? <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. Uh, but before we jump into the Kansas City versus San Jose game, we got a new review. Oh, we did. We, we did. did. I'm going to read stars. It. You want to read it? Let's do it. It's good stuff, man. It's actually from last Thursday, it looks like, from JQS508. It says, what I've been missing. Five stars. Somehow these guys have hit that sweet spot of defunct podcasts that I used to listen to, especially <laughs> since there's no longer any touches being talked about, and my other favorite was given a straight red. Hmm. Keep having fun discussing a, quote, children's playground game, you two. I'll keep listening. <laughs> Funny. Love it. Hey, I love when you can throw things in to a review to be like, hey, I remember your jokes. I'll, uh, I'll I'll throw a little comment in there to show you I'm a fan. <laughs> I've been listening for a little while. Yeah, yeah, you know, thank you. That's that's good. And there are no yeah no touches being talked. And uh, I wonder what what his other favorite was given straight a straight red. red. Card. Yeah, I I'm not sure off the top of my head, but it's been a long day, so it's probably an obvious answer. I'm not sure, but thank you so much, uh, JQS five hundred eight for that five star rating and yeah. review. Kind words. Uh, Dude, we got a, a butt ton of emails last week, too. We did. We put out the call for emails, and we got emails. We My God. We're going to we're gonna try to get through some of those in a little bit, but we might not be able to get through all of them, especially since we, we also have a bunch of questions that got asked on oh, Twitter. It was a call so. to action. They just they just rolled in, and it's like, you guys, I love it. Because, hey, you don't, you don't know who doesn't want to be on Twitter, man. They're like, no, right. I listen, but I'm, I'm not on Apple Podcasts or Twitter and all that. So It's true. Yeah, no, we appreciate it. Uh, but yeah, let's let's talk about this uh, SKC versus San Jose game now. I sure. was not I was not there because I was in Portland this past oh, weekend. That's right? Yes, or, you're the Portland back Denver half guy. of the week. I, well, no, let's not. <laughs> he says no. Hold hold on there. Now I was at the Timber Sounders game. That was kind of cool. My first time being at a uh, Cascadia Derby like that. Yeah. And uh, how'd, that, uh, how'd that go? It, it was in Portland's favor, which it was kind of wish. They would have lost, for, right? Rooting for a draw, kind of, honestly. Or draw, yeah, because it's kind of they're both ahead of us, so we need all the help we can get. Yeah, it was. Uh, so I was sitting in a section that was largely Timbers fans. It was not the Timbers Army. It was a section. I, I know a guy who was able to get me some tickets, and so it was like right at midfield, and there was free food and free snacks really? and soft drinks. And how does know, that work? Were you like really close, like a pro- you know, premium? It wasn't actually. No, it, so it was actually on like the second level, but it's like a a, um, a restricted area on the second level, about at midfield, and they just, I forget what it was called, but like you had to show the ticket to get into this area, and as soon as I walk oh, in, yeah. there's just like hot dogs for grabs, and chips, and, and candy, and protein bars, and soda, and seltzer, and like a whole bunch, nuts, all talk sorts of stuff. The only thing Any you had to pay options? for. Any vegan uh, There was some, some almonds. Some almonds. Some potato great. chips. What am I, a freaking bunny? 
I don't want no freaking nuts. You could, you could ask for a hot dog bun and fill it with sauerkraut and mustard. That's great. Give me a, give me a hot dog bun. I'll just go <laughs> soak it in the water fountain. Sounds good. I did not see any uh, vegan you know, mains, which not ironically, it, it's Portland. You would think vegan they'd be like... capital of the world. If anything, you would think like all of our food here is vegan. But no, it was just like, you know, decent high quality yeah. hot dogs. But, you know... I take it back. It's not vegan capital of the world. They say that's actually like London, and and that's a pretty good place to go for that. Hmm. But like Portland, like vegan capital of the U.S., man, it's supposed to be a great place. Now, I didn't try. Maybe if I would have asked and been like, yo, can I get like a vegan dog or something, maybe they would have had something available upon request. <laughs> They're like, what, do you want us to boil some carrots? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but no, it was, it, was a, it was a cool experience. Unfortunately, the Timbers won, uh, but it was a good game. Got a little chippy. Timbers Army had a, a, a really cool uh, TIFO like they normally do. So was happy to do that. But because I was there visiting family and I was there for that game, I was not able to be in person at the SKC San Jose game. Uh, I, uh, I had to watch it on my laptop in the airport because yeah, very cool. uh, it ended about five minutes before I boarded my plane. Um, oh, wow. Which... You know, shout out! I want to give a shout out to one of our listeners, uh, Austin Rogers. Uh, he apparently lives in the Pacific Northwest. He was at the Timbers game, and uh, he shot me a DM, and he was like, "Yo, you want to go to a Portland bar and watch the game tomorrow? We can get some of the Pacific Northwest SKC supporters." And it would have been really cool, Austin, if I didn't have my flight right there and I wasn't watching the game alone on my laptop, eating bad yeah. Vietnamese food in the Portland airport. But... Did you tell him as such, or did you ghost him? No, I told him. I was like, oh, I wish All I could. Right. I actually, when I replied to him, I felt bad. I was like, hopefully he doesn't think I'm a liar. When I replied to him, I was like, <laughs> I'm going to be on the plane when the game happens. And then I realized, oh, I had the game time in central time, not Pacific time. So oh, yeah. the game actually happened when I was waiting to board. So I'm like sitting there tweeting about the game. And he's probably like, this asshole this told me he would be bitch. on a plane. And here he is sitting watching the game on TV. Well, Good thing you sent you sent him a selfie in the terminal with like a newspaper, you know, to prove where <laughs> the you date were. and time. I promise, Absolutely. here's where I am. So, <laughs> oh, that's cool. That'd been fun. It would have been. I really appreciate the offer. And and look, if I'm ever or or either of us, I'm sure if we're ever out of town and and there's SKC fans and and they want to meet up and we're able to, it'd be oh, yeah. super fun. Yeah, uh, totally. didn't work out that time, but maybe next time. So, but you were there. You were at this game. Was at the game. Was kind of excited, but also you got to realize San Jose's a little excited because they just they're coming off a big victory, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know they have a couple of dangerous attackers: Christian Espinoza, uh, oh, yeah. Jeremy Abobasi, who used to be a Timber. Uh, you know they they got they got some players. Jackson Ewell, he's in the U.S. Men's National Team picture at times. So you know we're we're on a pretty good run, but they can be dangerous on the attack and. Uh, you know, we put out that lineup that we're we're sticking with right now. Yeah. It's you know, uh, you know, my boy Ben Sweat is still sitting back there at left back, and uh, we had Daniel Shallowy, Willie Agata, Johnny Russell up top, Eric Tommy, Remy Voltaire, Roger Espinoza in the midfield, and then uh, yeah, Sweat, Fontas, EC, and Zusi in the back in front of John Pulskamp. So, seems like this is uh this is the eleven Peter's rolling with as long as it's working. Well, it's it was all one thing to note. It was exciting to see Logan and Denbe get back in there towards mm-hmm. the end of the game. Got a little time, uh, you know, and and you had to get uh, was it who was it that got a yellow semi early? Um, um, was it oh, Sweat? Man. What, what, was it? On. It might have been. 
because yeah. it was it was sweat a defender. Got, well, so Sweat got his yellow in the forty second minute, and then Willie yep. Agata got his yellow in the forty fifth minute. Right, and and I wasn't so much concerned about Agata because he's he's probably not good. You know, strikers don't get yellows that often. Not right? a ton. Um, but defenders for sure. So when your left back has it, you're like, oh man, you just had yeah. to know that he was going to bring on Ndenbe around, you know, the 60th minute or something. Right. Especially a guy like sweat who he pushes up so much, but sometimes he can get caught out of position and he'll be pulling and that, and that's exactly what happened. He kind of just almost clotheslined the guy from, uh, from behind. Uh, yep. it was very physical foul, very deserving of a yellow, <laughs> but, um, you know, he was, he was trying to prevent a breakaway and yeah, he got subbed off in the 54th minute. So Ndenbe got a good, you know, 35 plus minutes of work there yeah but um you know this if you would have told me this game was gonna end 1-0 ahead of uh ahead of time i might have been a little nervous because even on the broadcast um you obviously were at the game but on the broadcast kansas city scores a goal in the 10th minute at the hands of daniel shallowy and it's great but nate are like i don't think either team expects that one goal is going to be enough to to win this game so um, but hey, it is how it worked out. Um, the goal came down at the cauldron end. Eric Tommy, he got fouled, didn't go to ground, which I like. Kept running. He laid the ball off for uh, Roger Espinoza, who tried to send it back across to Agata. It gets deflected, falls at the feet of Daniel Shallowy, who is a man who just has found his confidence in recent weeks and just right foot. Fires it right under the leg of a defender for San Jose past uh, Marcinkowski. And it's 1-0 Sporting KC. Turns out that's all we needed, but not yeah. a bad start. And fun little uh, fun little tidbit of Peter and Daniel in the members club after the game. You know, Peter said, uh, you know, something along the lines of, yeah, Daniel will be, will be doing that for, you know, years, doing that here for years to come as in scoring goals Mm -hmm. and it's like are you confirming that a contract is all but signed because that's what that sounds like he's in a contract year we hadn't heard anything now we hadn't heard anything publicly we had heard some whispers behind the scenes that something's basically done they just hadn't announced it yet and the reasons for not announcing it maybe you're just don't be distracted you know get to the end of the season etc but peter seemed to all but confirm what we had heard behind the scenes Daniel Shallowy is going to be here for a number of years. So well, it's, it kind of takes the, the spark out of it, right? So in, in a down year like this right now, what, you want to really announce a contract extension? You know, you want to, right. you know, what are the fans going to say? Because literally when they heard this news that Peter said, been a lot of people blowing up, being like, oh, what, so he can score, you know, five goals in 37 games? <laughs> it's, right. You know, I, I get it. it a, lot of, uh, a lot of people not like in the recent production but i like well, having him hey i think he's a great player i think you know it'll be interesting to see what his salary is in, in this new contract um right. he's he's still a youngish player i mean he's not as young as he once was but he's by no means old um oh, he's still got <laughs> uh he's still got uh plenty of good prime years ahead of him and he fits peter's system very well he's a hard worker he tracks back on defense he can be streaky but, you know, so can Johnny Russell. So can a lot of players. So yeah. it's, uh, I think it's a good signing. Uh, clearly, Peter does not think Marinos Janis is a day-to-day starter at this point. So having uh, Shallowy there to continue to compete with Janis on the left wing 
uh, next year. Maybe even Eric Tommy can compete at the left wing a little bit when uh, Gotti Kinda comes back. I think, hey, more competition is good. I'm all for it. For sure. And, you know, this game... To to end one nothing like this, I mean, first of all, John Polskamp, way to way to go. Oh, uh, Polskamp, you know, my God, you know, first clean sheet, of course, and uh, you know, just saving stuff with his legs, like <laughs> he's reaching for his hand, but it goes the other way, so he has to kick it with his legs. Yeah, uh, it's it's when you're dropping four, three goals a game, you know, it's uh, it's disheartening to only get one goal, but. Sometimes that's all you need, man. Rest up and, and go do it again this weekend. To be able to see the defense and, and uh, Pulse Camp hold a clean sheet was really good. Um, you know, we thought we had it against Portland uh, a week ago, but then they gave up that late goal. Uh, they thought actually in this game that they would have doubled the lead to 2-0. Uh, EC put the ball in the back of the net in the 58th minute, and it was initially given uh, as a goal, uh, but VAR intervened. Um, and EC did appear to be offside, so it was uh, the goal was rescinded, and it kept it at 1-0. Uh, Eric Tommy was just a man on fire and was firing shot after shot. Uh, he almost scored in the 62nd minute. He had that bicycle kick in the 73rd yeah. minute that he somehow got on, on frame. Um, I think that was probably down at your end of the field, too, near the south stand. Um, it... Uh, it was quite a was game. Shocking. Yeah, I mean, he's got some talent, man. I don't Yeah. I don't know that we've seen a player. I mean, Johnny Johnny has some talent, but Johnny doesn't try stuff like that. Polito obviously has some talent, but Eric Tommy might be the most like on the ball technically gifted player I've seen in a Sporting KC uniform, at least in my time watching the team. Yeah, dude, it's uh, he's exciting, right? Like that's that's the word. He's he's he brings a level of excitement to it. He's electric. Like whenever he yeah. has the ball, you're like boogie boogie boogie. <laughs> whenever he has the ball, you're like, oh shit, something might happen. Right. Um, and then yeah, he got you know put on the uh, MLS team of the week. His his stats for the game, he had six shot attempts. He had four chances created. Ninety six point seven passing accuracy. Nine duels, one and eight recoveries. So yeah, that's uh, that's good enough to be in that MLS team of the week right there. Oh yeah. So uh, this this was a good one, man. It it was fun. Um, Peter said after the game, the whole night. I think we were very good on the attack. We didn't score a second goal that counted, but we were hungry in and around the boxes in a good way. Uh, the only thing where we made any mistakes is when we gave some balls away. Uh, those are the only chances that we really gave up. Outside of that, I think we defended as a team. So, I think uh, overall, really solid performance. Um, I don't know that there's there's much else to say other than this is just a solid game that Sporting KC played well, both on the attack and defensively, and starting to slowly but surely climb those standings. It's uh, it feels nice to be out of the basement. Mm-hmm. You know, that's cool to see. Um, still a lot of work to do and, mm-hmm. and the players are aware of it, man. They, they know they're not giving up and they know they probably need some help with other results as well, but shit, crazy things happen, you know? And if anything, I'm just, we're, we're here for the excitement to see, just to see the fight, you know what I mean? And maybe, sure. maybe we get playoff soccer. Most likely we don't either way. It was fun, you know, so yeah. far, so good. 
So right now we're sitting in, uh, as of this recording, 12th place, 29 points through 28 games. So, hey, Woo! we're above the one point per game threshold. That uh, is crazy. <laughs> that's good. Um, we still have the, uh, the least amount of goals scored in the Western Conference, but... Um, Hey, we're not the least amount of goals scored in MLS anymore, and uh, we're almost catching up to uh, both Vancouver and Houston in goal scored. Hey, even almost Salt Lake. So uh, <laughs> there's something there. Um, the LA Galaxy are currently the last playoff team right now. 37 points. We have 29, so we're eight points behind with six games left for us to play. Big six-point game right here, you know? This is huge. If we get these points... We'll jump up to 32 points. That would, as of now, put us level with the Colorado Rapids. Um, we'd be five points behind the Galaxy, currently sitting in uh, in seventh spot. Uh, at that point, we'll know sort of what happened with some of the other teams in front of us. You know, there's a big game. Uh, Portland has to play on the road in Austin. That's not an easy game. Um, that's tonight, actually. Seattle has to play on the road in Orlando. That's not an easy game. That's tonight. And then again on Sunday, uh, Portland hosts uh, Atlanta and Seattle hosts Houston. So we're going to need a little help from from some subpar Atlanta and Houston teams. Uh, all I can say, man, is what those three points against Austin could have done for us right now if we could have held on to that 3-1 lead. And you can't even look at it like that, man. It's It sucks, but... Uh... You gotta just move forward, and and it, I'm sure they'll be real happy to go into that uh, excessive heat warning that California is is uh, <laughs> jumping into. It's gonna be like 95 in Carson, California, man. It's gonna be bad. Now it's it's a evening ish game. I think it's like 5 30 or so, five o'clock. Yeah. And uh, you know that that's cool and all, but damn, it's gonna be warm. It's gonna. But be what do very they say? Hot. What do they say, Jimmy, Mister uh, Mister California, Jimmy? It's a dry. heat. It's a dry heat. It's fine. Well, shut up. It's still heat. It's still hot. <laughs> you know, it's it's just not liquid in the air that you're breathing, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, it's going to be rough, that but desert. <sighs> the good news is, if there is good news. So, here's also what sucks. I keep saying, you know, 8 points to make up uh with 6 games left. It's 8 points to make up with 6 games left for us. The Galaxy are 8 points ahead of us with 2 games in hand. So, yeah. We're going to need quite a bit of help, and that's why I'm not I'm not counting on this we did have a no. question uh from from somebody blaine riffle says 538 gives us a less than one percent chance mm -hmm. of making the playoffs given how much tommy and agata have turned us around do you think we have a chance and he goes on to say seattle portland galaxy and rsl really all need to drop points um i mean are you giving your thoughts there's a chance right I guess. Dude, of course there's a chance. Until we're mathematically out of it, anything can happen. But it's so unlikely right now, it, it just sucks. We dug a hell of a hole, and there's no ladder to get out of this thing. We got to claw and dig out, man, and, and need some help from other people to pull us out. So if we're going to do it, we basically need to win all the last six of our games, right? Yeah. So, I mean, so pretty much. Let's, let's and just, probably with some additional help. Let's do a little bit of... Just wonky math here. I'm making up oh numbers God. here, but he, he brought up math. Less than 1% chance of making the playoffs. So let's assume we have to win at least the rest of our games. We're going to need some additional help beyond that. Now let's say for each of our additional games left, we have a 70% chance of winning any given game. Now that's too high. 
It's not we have a we don't have a 70% chance of going to the Galaxy and winning on Sunday. But just for the sake of it, for me to prove a point, I'm going to show how hard this is going to be. If we have a 70% chance of winning each of our last six games, that means that we only have an 11.5% chance of winning all six of our last games. So even just for us to do what we need to do, and not even counting what other teams need to do, there's only an 11.5% chance if you assume that we have a 70% chance of winning every game, which we don't. So I'm just trying to prove how hard this is going to be because then you add in the layers on top of it and whatnot. It's very easy to see how, yeah, we probably have a less than 1% chance of making the playoffs. Did but you it's use possible. A calculator? I did, yes. Oh, my God. I didn't like see you use a calculator, so I was like, where are you pulling numbers from? <laughs> Quick this math. is bizarre, man. No. It's like, uh, I'm good at mental math, but you're a freaking rain man over here. <laughs> this is crazy. No, I just pulled out my phone and was doing it over here off screen. Fair enough. So, Fair enough. but I mean, so it's going to be very hard. I don't think we should have people setting their, their hearts on making the playoffs. The, the, this 2022 is going to be looked at as a fluke season. I think the people calling for Peter Vermees' job early in the season, maybe, maybe we're getting a little ahead of themselves. Well, are they still calling for the job? I mean, is that still a thing? Look at the Cauldron Facebook now, and there's people on there being mm. like, this is what's going to happen. I think we might Try be able to, to do it. And it's just like, it's a total 180 because they went out and got two players in the two biggest positions of need. What have we been saying basically all year? We did not have our two best players, our two designated players in Gadi Kinda and Alan Polito. Look what happens when we have a creative midfielder that Peter Vermees keeps saying can do the things Gattikinda does, and looks what happen, look what happens when we have a striker who can actually finish. Yeah. What we're seeing in this team over the last five, six games might have been closer to what this team actually would have been had we had Alan Polito and Gattikinda this whole year, and we, might, we probably would have finished in that you know third, fourth spot. Who knows? Well, like I said, it just sucks to have that hole dug already because August was flipping hot, dude. Mm-hmm. Like they, August was the best month uh, for soccer. And we didn't they, have that August lull that we we're used to sporting Casey no having. No lull, man. It, and this, th- that August month we just had is the kind of month that streaky teams have that go on a tear and like make MLS Cup. Mm-hmm. But our hole was too big that I don't think we'll quite get there. No. But damn it, you could. That, I mean, that's something that does happen year after year. It is possible. I feel pretty confident saying we're not going to end up. Sure. taking the wooden spoon yeah so that's, that's good i think we're, you know, we're let's record I mean, that sound bite <laughs> it's still possible again but yeah. I, I don't think it's going to happen based on how we're playing uh we'll see now good news for sunday's game la galaxy play tonight they have to travel to toronto so oh, that's okay. not a small trip so they got to go up to canada they got to fly all that way. They got to play a midweek game. Sporting KC aren't playing a Wednesday night game this week. So, uh, so that's going to make up one of their games in hand there mm-hmm. with that midweek game. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot and of teams. Toronto's damn good. So yeah, there's there's quite a few teams playing. Toronto has been good. I mean, okay. They they fell off a little bit, but they they got especially after the transfer window, they they got on a little bit of a streak there. But uh there's basically almost everybody else playing tonight except for Sporting. Um, well, Toronto's 10th. What am I talking about? I thought they were doing way better than that. Well, they, they had a run of games where they are doing real good. Uh, 20, they, I, but like us, though, they dug themselves such a deep hole. Um, yeah. They're better now than they were 
They're better now than what their record says. Uh, but there's 22 teams playing tonight. There's 11 games tonight. So that we're, we're going to have a little bit more information about uh, where Sporting Casey actually stand in the standings with things a little bit more level on games played. So we'll see. Gotcha. But should be interesting. Yeah. So uh, before we get to our emails and our questions, I want to tell you all about DraftKings Sportsbook. Kansas DraftKings Sportsbook is coming to the Sunflower State. It won't be long until you can bet on all your favorite sports from the comfort of your own home. To celebrate, all new customers will receive $100 in free bets when you sign up using code NOOTHERPOD. Plus, one lucky customer will win a $100,000 free bet. That's right, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving you $100,000 in free bets just for signing up today. No deposit required. Soon, you'll be able to bet on money lines, spreads, props, and more with one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, DraftKings Sportsbook. Plus, you'll be entered to win a $100,000 free bet when you sign up. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign up with code NOOTHERPOD to get $100 in free bets to use once mobile sports betting hits Kansas. Plus, one customer will win a $100,000 free bet. That's code NOOTHERPOD only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Getting help is your best bet. Call 1-800-522-4700. 21-plus. Physically present in Kansas. Eligibility restrictions apply. See terms at DraftKings.com sportsbook. Subject to regulatory licensing requirements. One per customer. $100 is issued as four $25 free bets. No purchase necessary for sweepstake. Void where prohibited. Ends first day. DraftKings is allowed to operate in Kansas. See terms at DKNG.co slash KS. So, man. Let's uh, let's get to some of these uh, let's get to some of these questions that we got here because, like I said, quite a lot of questions, quite a lot of emails. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see uh, if we can get through all of these. But um, Mitchell Dimer, he sends us thoughts every week. Appreciate it. He goes, "This weekend will determine if we have a chance at the playoffs this season. I think we can do it." Ooh, so Mitchell, Mitchell he's got that hope. Me hard. He's got that hope. Oh, I love it. He goes, Pulse Camp is making a statement to keep the job. And uh, sure, I think he's making it interesting. Yeah, or he's, you know, making a statement that he still deserves a, a job here. And, may, you know, maybe Tim's still here, too. It's just, I mean, wouldn't it be nice to have both of them? Oh, it would be. I, I, I still want to get Tim a, an MLS Cup. Yeah. I mean, he deserves it. So we'll circle back and have him on here. Well, let's see how he's doing. <laughs> and then he finishes. He goes, Tommy Andorogata for team slash player of the month for August. Best in MLS for sure. So, yeah, I, I like what we're seeing from Tommy and Agata. Yeah. I think one or both of them might obviously make team of the month if there were one. They know it too, man. They're, they're playing. It's just fun now, right? I always kind of mm-hmm. compare it with Casey Current. Casey Current are so fun to watch because they're having a blast out there. 12 straight Sporting's unbeaten. starting to look fun. Huh? 12 straight unbeaten. 12 straight, yeah. It's a hell of a time to be a fan there. And, uh, you know, sporting's starting to have that that uh, excitement as well. Mm-hmm. For sure. Uh, Alex Brown says, Zussi has been playing pretty well after returning from injury, but I wish to see some more Caden Pierre, especially since he seems to be the heir apparent at right back. However, I can understand PV's reluctance to make that sub with how the team is playing right now. Thoughts? Someone's watching too much Game of Thrones there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, you know, 
I, I love having Zussi over there, man. But sometimes he gets exposed, right? Most times, because he loves to go forward. It's who he is. He gets up there in the game, and then he's like, crap, now I got to go back. It's yeah. tough. It is tough. And, uh, I don't want to see Caden Pierre before it's time. I really don't, because I think Zussi is a hell of a player. His crosses, <laughs> dude, his, his service... Oh my God, Caden Pierre's not doing that. His service is great. His touch is great. He can still, like, I mean, he'll bring down a switch from across the field like nobody else I've ever seen. It can be a 70 yard pass, and he just touches it down with his toe perfectly right at his feet. And mid game, fixes his bun. It's amazing. (laughs) No one likes to do that. Women, help me out. You know, you don't want to do that during exercise. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's true. Uh, let's get to our boy Chip Colmia. He goes, SKC is tied for third highest in uh, points per game in the last five games for the Western Stop Conference. <laughs> I know what Win- Chip's doing, dude. He's the most optimistic son of a bitch I've ever met in my life. Winning out the rest of our game puts us at 47 points. The LA Galaxy are at 37 points with two games in hand, and Nashville is at 39 points with no games in hand. Who do you want us to knock out for a playoff spot? And then he goes, follow-up question in a second tweet. When we make the playoffs, in all caps, what are Dan Cruiser and Jimmy going to do? Polar plunge this winter? So what he's calling us do, out. Man? What are we going to do, man? You want to go You want to go run a Tough Mudder or something? Oh, my God. I would die. <laughs> you would not die. <laughs> I would die. You run all the time, don't you? Uh, well, I haven't lately. I try to, but I fell off the wagon a little bit. But a Tough yeah, Mudders, just... man. Tough Mudders are the one where you're like crawling through the mud under barbed wire and then there's like live wire shocking you as you're doing it. And then they're like, oh, why we're doing this, why don't we throw knives at you and you have to cartwheel through them and then there's (laughs) an explosion and you might die. And it's like... (laughs) Hey, I I did a few back in my days and it was uh, was fun, but, you know... Stand here with an apple on your head while we shoot at you as you run by. Like, (laughs) these things are crazy. Some Ninja Warriors. You know what we'll do? We'll we'll go to a, a Ninja Warrior gym if we make the playoffs and we'll like... Video, video ourselves doing That'd a lot fun. of stunts. Now, I did, uh, this was years ago. This was like 2015. I had just moved to Kansas City. There was a 5K called the Hit and Run 5K out in Kansas, and it was fun. I did, that. Because, did you do that? Yeah. Okay, this, maybe it was before we were friends. I did that too, and that was fun because they set up basically the like wipeout you know, type yeah. uh, obstacles. So. And then the Wipeout 5K actually came to the Kansas Speedway like a year later and was like legit. Wipeout wipe stuff. Yeah. Big yeah. balls galore. It was it was crazy. When they had the big balls at the hit and run 5K, uh, lines started getting real long as we were waiting to do that part. And I'm like, what's going on? And I see medics run by and some dude like bounced off the ball and seriously injured themselves. It's rough. It's rough. I, dude, it's hard. I watch American Ninja Warrior, by the way. So I've always mm-hmm. wanted to kind of go into a gym and like dabble on some of the stuff, like the salmon ladder, see if I got those lats to pull myself up, you know? Oh, I don't. I can 100% tell you. A little warped wall, dude. I mean, that, that'd be fun. People they got some Ninja Warrior uh, gyms in Kansas City. They do have one, yeah. One guy owns one that was actually on the show. Yeah. So, kind of cool. It's pretty cool. Um, it over. If we make the playoffs, Chip, you optimistic son of a gun. <laughs> I don't know what we'll do. If we, I'll, I'll think about it. I'll, I'll try to come up with something by next week. So, so if we make the playoffs, then I'll, I'll do something. Uh, but, but We will do it... the Pocky One Chip Challenge together. I'll do that. You would do that? I'll do that. Dude, if we make the playoffs, we'll do the one chip challenge and we'll put it on our YouTube page. Have you ever done it? No, I'm going to die. Crazy. (laughs) I like spicy stuff, but I'm going to die. This is not spicy. This is death by hiccups. I said I'm going to die. Bro, Marissa started hiccuping 
right away, and I started laughing so hard, and then my hiccup started. <laughs> How about this? If we make the playoffs, we'll each do the one chip challenge, and we'll put it on our YouTube page, and we'll ask our fans to donate something to a charity because we're doing that. Oh, there you go. Like a local charity. We'll come up with one, whether it's a Victory Project or elsewhere. And we'll be like, hey, oh, we're celebrating. Lord. So we're doing this to celebrate. And you guys get to donate to a charity to celebrate. I will lick so. an entire carton of ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Well, there's a long way to go before that happens. But we'll see. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Maybe in the off season, I'll have to do the one chip challenge if we can uh, get people to raise a certain amount of money for a charity we choose anyway. So I didn't know you were down with that. I thought I approached you one time and asked you about it. Did I not? Well, just for kicks, I'm not going to do it. Okay. <laughs> He's like, you did? And I said, hell no. There's got to be a reason. <laughs> if we can, like, raise money for something, for you know, for whether it be the Victory Project or otherwise, and then I'll film myself doing it and put it on our YouTube page. Yeah, th- you know, that might be... my system through that. No. So. Gotcha, gotcha. I feel <laughs> not crazy. Uh, Kev Mendo says, assuming post-game speculation winds up true... Was that Shelton sub on Saturday a glimpse into the future? Shallowy, Polito, slash Agata, and Russell up top with Shelton more comfortable as a sub on the wing. I liked it. When he came on, Mm -hmm. I got so excited. I was like, people aren't going to like to see Kyrie Shelton, but look who he's coming in for. It's Mm -hmm. not for Agata. Mm -hmm. Exciting as hell, dude. He could play differently in a spot we hadn't seen him play in all year. Yeah. And here's the thing. I need people to chill out with Kyrie Shelton. Like. (laughs) The people like booed him when he came on the field against Portland. You heard boos around yeah. the stadium. Like they everybody, relax. He was asked to play in a position that's not his best position. You can go yeah. back on the pod for years. We've both said we like him on the wing better. He's a decent player on the wing. He's not a natural born striker. Even Christian, when he was on the podcast, who had seen him with NYCFC, was like, "Yeah, you shouldn't rely on Kyrie Shelton to be your primary goal scorer. It's not his yeah. game. That's not his fault, though." Not his fault. And I tell you what, man, put it in the sense of work. Dude, if you get asked to do a new job at your office and people fucking boo you. Oh, my God. I mean, you'd be like, what the hell? I'm just doing what I'm asked. Doing right. what I'm told. I'm not the boss. Yeah. It's tough. So Of course I'm bad. I just, this isn't what I usually <laughs> do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, I just... Let Kyrie be that sub on the wing. I think he can add some good size and pace at the end of games to cause some problems. He can set people up very well. Wouldn't you like to see him stick around for that purpose? You know, I hate to say, yeah, stay here to be a sub when obviously you want to be a starter, but uh, wouldn't you take it? I mean, yeah. But if he gets gets an opportunity to go be a starter somewhere, I don't blame him for leaving. More power to you. For sure. For sure. So... Let's see. SKC supporter says, I have a gut feeling Roger has been playing so much because Hernandez is gone after the season. We are stacked at midfield, especially now with the soccer gods blessing us with Eric Tommy. And he takes. Um, I don't think that's what's happening at all, Saying actually. That, that, that Felipe, Felipe is gone Felipe Hernandez the the is gone. Yeah, I don't, I don't see any sort of way, honestly, that Felipe Hernandez is not going to be back next year um he's got a contract option oh no he doesn't have a contract option uh i, I thought he did he, he he is out of contract but he plays well man he's still relatively young they took a chance on him after the suspension like mm-hmm. I, he's coming back he's I the heir apparent to roger i've all but forgotten about that suspension will you stop saying heir apparent what are we doing Bend the this knee. is not 
the freaking Kingsguard. Bend and, the knee. And Dragon Gate or whatever. What are we doing? I, you know, I don't even understand. Dragonstone. Jimmy, I don't get shit. I have to look up a recap online and listen to a podcast because I don't understand stuff unless there's blood or nudity. <laughs> That's it. That's it. And dragons. I'm like, oh, there's dragons. Oh, there's breastuses. That's it. Yeah, there were less. There was less nudity and blood in this most recent episode of House of the Dragon. There were some but dragons, though. I was like, there what were, up? There were dragons. Dragon time. Yeah. And then there's like uh, medieval garb, medieval talking. And I'm like, I don't understand. Thank goodness for <laughs> captions, closed captioning. I do always laugh at the the, the like formal talking. Like when, when uh, yeah. um, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched House of the Dragon, I'm going to say something really quick. It doesn't really give much away, but just giving you fair warning. When the king and his daughter were talking about uh, his wife's death and he was like, mm-hmm. I miss her. And it's just so funny the way his daughter replied. He was, she was like, it pleases me to hear you say this. And I'm like... <laughs> It's just such a formal, funny way to be like, that makes me happy. That also, you're talking sense. about someone dying. So, like, it's just, you know. Yeah. it's. But, hey, they well, also had almost had to marry a 12-year-old. So, different time. Well, when you watch <laughs> this show, just, you'll know. You'll know when things are said. You'll automatically be like, eh, Kuz isn't understanding the show right now. Like, I, <laughs> you'll know the parts, this, dude. You this know is one I'm of those talking. where Daniel didn't know what was going on. I don't get it. And then you're going to see, like, sex. And you'll be like, ah. Kuz is enjoying himself. <laughs> That's about oh, it, dude. Oh, my God. Oh, we could all relate to two things, and it's violence and intimacy. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, I'm, I'm enjoying the show. I like it. So yeah. I'm, I'm a fan. Sure. But... Especially with that theme song where we all put our own, lyri- our own lyrics to it every day. Oh, do, you, do, you, uh, do you put your own lyrics to it? Yeah, you don't do that? I don't, no. I'm just constantly looking at like the the models and things that are it's going through because in Game of Thrones kind of gave you a hint as to what was going to happen in the upcoming episode. So sure, you know, little, little tricks, little, little tricks of the trade, little teases. Uh, okay, let's do one more Twitter question and then we'll uh, we'll jump to some emails. Uh, Noah Waymeyer says, "Could you see SKC dropping or changing the status on either Kinda or Polito to pick up a new DP, maybe on the back line?" Uh, so uh, just some technical stuff here. Alan Polito cannot be, he, he's ineligible to be anything but a designated player. His salary is too high. Same with yeah. Johnny Russell. Gotti Kinda is the one who can be bought down, uh, off the designated player status. Um, okay. I think, is it possible? Is it possible? Yes. Would it be on the back line? No, it will not be on the back line. Historically, if you look at MLS designated players who are on the back line, it's not successful. And the problem is not we don't put enough money into our back line. We have two of the 10 highest paid players at center back right now currently on the roster. Uh, you can get value on the back line not having designated players. You could make the argument maybe a fullback, like if a left back or whatnot, but I'd much rather have a designated player uh, defensive midfielder come in. Right, not going to not gonna get Harry Maguire in here or anything? No. God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's, hey, he's been shopped around recently, so... We'll Has he really? Uh, there were some rumors, but oh, okay. nothing came to fruition. Uh, Manchester United is just spending ungodly amounts of money on everybody else, though. Well, it's all so. the man- both Manchester teams do that, man. They got the money, you know. And yeah. it's uh, dude, I don't know, you guys. I don't know if you guys have watched this, but I'm sure you've heard of it. All or nothing on Prime Video. Mm-hmm. They've gone through these football teams, man. You should really check it out because check it, out. it will ignite your passion for even European soccer and you're, mm-hmm. it's a behind the scenes. You see their facilities. It's like a hard knocks, right? For soccer. 
Yeah. You like Hard Knocks, right? I do, yeah. Although yeah. I haven't watched this year because I could not care less about the Detroit Lions. No, I never care about the team they're talking about, but... <laughs> It's worth it, man, and I'm, I'm watching the Manchester City one from 2017, and it's funny because I'll, like, Google all these players that are, like, talking, and, and they're, like, not there anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I need like, to watch that, and I need to watch the Wrexham show. I know. You've told me about Wrexham, that. Wrexham, dude. Yeah. That is a good one, and I think that's what got me on this. I was like, Prime Video streams their stuff in ultra-high def yeah. and Dolby Atmos, so why not put it on my system yeah. and enjoy some, some footy? Well, let's get to uh, some of these emails here. We got an email from uh, Isabella, and she says, this one cracked me up, I'm a sporting fan living in Cincinnati for school. I just joined Hinge, a dating app for those of you who are not aware. I just joined Hinge, and I thought you'd find it funny that, while I have not yet found love, I've gotten to go to a lot of FC Cincinnati games for free. Love the pod. Keep up the great work. Wait. Thanks for being such supporters of Rights for All. <laughs> I love this. I love this. There's so much. First of all, I didn't know there were dating apps I'd never heard of because I was single for a long time. Thought I tried them all. That's I think awesome. Hinge is newer. Yeah. But she's talking about these guys are taking her to FC Cincinnati games. Yep. And I love it. Yeah. And you know, hey, that none, hustle, of, baby? none of them are Mr. Right yet, but that's okay. That's all right. They're Mr. You know, $25 for a ticket. Here we go. <laughs> Maybe some food, some drinks. Yeah. By the time it's all done, that's a $75 experience. Right? Hey, want to go back to my place? Nope. Thanks for the game. No, the game was great. <laughs> I'm going to go back and have a wonderful time by myself. Absolutely. Yeah. So, shout out to I Isabella. Uh, Jonathan Slaney, he, uh, he sent us an email and, and he subject lined this five stars from a Spotify listener. So thank you that. Uh, he says, hey, Jimmy and Dan, I want to drop you guys a quick thank you for putting on the pod and being the voices in my ears each week. I was an occasional mm. listener in 2020 and 2021, but have really enjoyed never missing an episode this year. Great recaps, love the banter, and always 100% correct predictions. Would love to hear your <laughs> answers to the following. If you, could, if you alone could kick a club out of MLS for any reason, who would it be and why? Petty answers only. <laughs> so who, who are you booting I mean, from the it, league dude right now it's gotta be lafc because okay. they just keep signing great players and it's like will you slow down like hey save some for the rest of us that's yeah so that's a good answer i have i have two answers okay and one's what? one might not technically count my first answer is austin just because enough enough but with not, the austin fans get out like get we, out of our get, mentions, stop. you jabronis. You're doing what, what Atlanta did, and look what happened after they got weaned off of the extra allocation money that expansion teams get. <laughs> Suddenly, they're terrible. <laughs> so just back off. A year ago, you wanted to fire Josh Wolf. Now you're hoisting trophies that are fake only in the state of Texas. <laughs> so just relax. <laughs> A year ago, you wanted to fire your head coach, and now you're yeah. the best team in the world. My answer that might not count, because they're not technically in the league yet, is St. Louis City FC. Ah, uh, yes. Kick there them out go. because we don't need you. Block In fact, them. kick out the entire block city them. of St. Louis. Acquisition blocked and your barbecue that you think is actual barbecue. Just, you know, the, the entire city of St. Louis just can get out. And your flat pizza with your weird cheese. Right. So that's that's my most, my most petty answer. My wife, you want to know something? My wife likes that cheese. <laughs> or she did when we ate cheese. Yeah, you, I'm like, you're ridiculous. You yeah. It's not even that good. Yeah. Uh, let's see hey, here. I'd we like got... to, hey, circle back, though, Isabella, about, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> what? No, about human rights and stuff. I just think that's oh, cool yeah. that, no, like, I appreciate you know, it. It's, uh, it's, it doesn't go unnoticed. And, uh, you know, we don't, we don't stick to sports. 
All right. Hey. We don't do it. Never said we did. You so. recording video right now? Can people see us? Is yeah. Is this being posted later? Maybe. I don't know. We'll should have put on a better shirt. I should have put on a better shirt? Or no, you should've? I should have put on a better shirt. Yours is great. Olay the Proud. <laughs> you forgot your sleeves. Sleeve, dude, sleeves can't <laughs> contain me, bro. I rip, they rip off. Uh, let's go here. We got a few more emails I want to get through. Uh, Ryan Michael goes, Hey guys, my name is Ryan, and I left you a five star review on Spotify a couple weeks ago. This mm, double first name is the best SKC pod in existence, hands down. I appreciate your humor, level headedness. It's been like therapy this poop emoji season, and discussions <laughs> on real world issues. Most of all, I appreciate how you two break down the game slash team in a way that's easy to understand while still providing critical analysis. I'm relatively new, but total diehard since 2015, SKC fan, and I follow MLS and WSL international teams. Soccer's not my favorite sport. I still don't understand the tactics and nuances of the game, uh, and soccer conversations can go over my head, but I rarely get that feeling listening to you two while at the same time soaking up some knowledge. I learned something new about soccer, SKC, in the current damn near every episode. Thank you for that. Hashtag no other club. And then he said, P.S. I'm watching Austin crush LAFC right now, so that's fun. Not go to hell, Texas. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. You know, it's amazing. It, it takes balls to say you don't entirely understand everything about the game. Right. Because there is a lot to understand. And, you know, I, I, I my wife still asks me sometimes, like, explain offsides to me. And I'm like, if you haven't gotten it by now, just, just, have, just, <laughs> just have some fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, you know, I was explaining offside, the offside rule to somebody uh, in the press box before the media game. So Is that right? What yeah. publication was this? <laughs> I'm not going to put them on blast that way. But <laughs> Daniel Sperry! You better, Daniel. you better it was, suck it up. <laughs> it was not Daniel Sperry. <laughs> Look, Chad Smith knows most of the rules, but occasionally... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Chad! Come on, man! Chad knows what offside is. Chad knows all the rules. Um, that is two, interesting, though. Two more emails... That I want to get to here. Uh, Adam Ronabom says, Have you guys checked out the pregame playlist that Uri, Daniel, and Cam created on Spotify? Two observations. I think it's a brilliant idea to put the fans in the shoes of the players before a match. And there are three very different vibes between the playlist, but each fits the public personality of the corresponding player quite well, in my opinion. Which is your favorite? Cheers, Adam in Atlanta. Oof, Atlanta. Yep. I yeah, good luck to you. I Dude, I love this because... For one, I think Daniel's might be my favorite. You can kind of get a sense of his music. He's kind of really into the Just weekend. Hungarian folk music. It is not that. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I love it, man. They put on their uh, their their Pride Game playlist. They mm -hmm. put on their uh, th 90s throwback playlist. Mm -hmm. And I, I've listened to all of them. And I, I'll constantly check in to see if there's any new ones. Um, back when I was really watching Manchester United back in like 2016, maybe, mm -hmm. I... Uh, they, they, they would put on Twitter every match day what songs they are playing in the stadium leading up to the game. So, you know, the whole hour and a half before the game. And it'd just be like an hour of music, and I would always – it wasn't on Spotify. It was on some service called Deezer. I never mess with hmm. that. But I would Deezer go nuts. make my own Spotify playlist and listen to it before games. And it just – you know, yeah, like you're there. You know, it's just totally cool. It's pretty cool. You make, yeah. a, you make a joke? I did. Did I stomp it? Yeah, that's fine. You just kept it going. Did you say D's nuts? D's are nuts. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll always circle back to you. I might interrupt you, but I will say, I will always say, what were you saying? Yeah. What, what was it? Um, 
Yeah. Well, thank you. No, I, I, I'm actually not a Spotify user. I'm an Apple Music user. So Why? Because I get it for cheap. How cheap? Spotify's yeah. cheap. It's, I get it for free. Uh, you get it for free? Yeah, it's a Hulu package. Uh, well, I, yeah, no, I don't have that. So You don't have Hulu? I have the Disney Plus bundle. You get Disney Plus bundle? You, you're out of control. No one has <laughs> Apple Music. Their playlists are like 10 songs. Their curated playlists. Their playlists are terrible. They're but, terrible. But I it's like, it oh, I like... have to make my own. Spotify's like, hey, we got three hours of hip-hop well, here no, ready to go. I get it for four ninety nine a month, so I'm, I'm chilling. Hey, if that's worth crappy playlists, then, you know. I just make my thing. own. It's fine. Yeah, I get all my like music on time. TikTok now anyway. It's the new radio. <laughs> so. <laughs> that's true. A lot um, of songs come on the New Music Friday playlist yeah. on Spotify. Bet you don't have that playlist. Just wait until the corn song comes up on that because it's all hey, over TikTok right now. I'm not a TikTok guy, but I am aware of this corn song. <laughs> um <laughs> Last question uh, from Richard Sanchez on an email says, just had the great Jimmy Conrad mail me some cards from a Twitter giveaway and he left some goodies that weren't expected. He didn't say what those goodies were though. I'm kind of wondering. Seriously, a great person. And then he goes, who is the best Sporting KC alum that you've had the pleasure to meet or work with? And then he asks, do you guys have giveaways? Dot, dot, dot. And uh, we've done a giveaway once or twice before. When we had some extra tickets or whatnot. We don't do it consistently, but occasionally. We gave away tickets uh, or something one time. But, scarf? Uh, but, uh, maybe. Do we have an extra scarf we might have done one time? Maybe. Dude, I, 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 got a, I won a Jimmy Conrad Twitter giveaway one time. You win all the giveaways. Well, yeah, but it was a Bayern Munich jersey. Oh. And it was uh, one of the players. I can't remember now, for God's sakes. But uh, it, it, he did include like a lot of different stickers in there or something. You know, kind of <laughs> different. But I'm, who, who's your alum? And then I'll tell you mine. Well, I'm, we might have... One of the same answers. I don't know. But I don't think so. You don't think so? Okay. No. My favorite person, he's still technically an active player, but he no longer plays for Sporting Kansas City. It's going to be very hard for me to, to beat Ilya Sanchez. Ilya oh, okay. is just such a genuinely nice person. Now, I said a couple weeks ago, Will Yagata, also a genuinely nice person. He's, he's yeah. flying up the power rankings really fast. He's, don't he's, you want him and East, uh, Ilya to get together and have like impossible. a nice off? The space-time continuum would just cease to exist because oh, it's too I want much them, kindness in one space. I want them to just compliment each other, have a compliment <laughs> off right now. But but Ilya, like he just he was so gracious to us when we t- like he talked to us. We did the interview with him, and then he talked to us just for like another twenty-five minutes after, just you know having a good time, talking about yeah. life in Kansas City, uh, talking about things you know in his personal life. And then I, I'll Hang never out, forget barbecue, seeing movies together. You know, <laughs> I'll never forget my first media day when Ilya was there. Even if you didn't go talk to him when he was was leaving, he went up to every individual media member who was there, whether he knew who you were or not, shook your hand, gave you sort of like the little bro hug, said thank you for coming, appreciate you, and was just such a genuinely kind person. And you so. were like. I, I I do a podcast. You're like I'm no, I, yeah I'm nobody, and you're like you, you I, just thank you for, for being him, so nice. Uh, so. My interaction with Carrie Zavagnin at the uh, adult camp. Yeah, uh, it it was just so weird. But basically, if I can make you laugh, I love you. If you laugh at my <laughs> if you laugh at my jokes, you're a good friend of mine. And I yeah. I put out I put over one of those penny jerseys. You know, is yeah. that what they're called, the pennies? Yeah. And I was like, it was so fucking tight on me, dude. I was just. Bulky people don't play soccer, okay? Yeah. So I put it on, and I'm just stuffed into this thing like a marshmallow man. And I go, these one size fits all? 
<laughs> and he starts, he just cracks up, and I'm like, yep, me and Carrie's Vagman best friends because he yeah. laughed at my jokes. Yeah. Peter didn't <laughs> laugh, though. Huh? Peter didn't laugh, though. Peter he wasn't, wasn't there. there. Yeah, he he wasn't out there at the time. But Zavagnin was coaching. He was coaching our team. So yeah. I was like, I'm not about to score a goal or nothing, so i got to make jokes. Another person, honorable mention, we'd be remiss not to mention him, uh, Jacob Peterson. Oh, of course. Just a great dude. Great lad missing the Michigan Wolverines for us. Oh, my God. I felt so bad. A Michigan <laughs> man missing a Michigan game to talk to us on a podcast. Yeah. I just, I was like, I, man, I did not realize that when we scheduled this. I am so sorry. Hey, well, you know what, though? It was a big what's game, too. What's that say about him? That he's like, mm, I've got to go on no other pod. I have to miss this game. <laughs> That's true. I have to. That's true. So, <laughs> there's just, I mean, literally so many. Tim Melia, like, got to mention him. Yeah. He's just, like, proactively being like, hey, you guys want to talk to somebody down when we're in uh, MLS's back? I'm your guy. Let me know. So... Well, we need to get someone else on soon. I think I think it's got to be a Willie Agata soon, or maybe we uh, talk about fun. Eric Tommy about Deutschland and stuff. You know, maybe I have to email Eric Dick and get him to come on and be like, "Why'd you block my co-host?" Don't do that. I don't know why I'm blocked. It's a weird <laughs> time. It's not good. No, I, I still we we don't know. It's a mystery that is unsolved. I'll never know. And at this point, I don't even think I want to know. I'm a little nervous about it. <laughs> I think that's uh, that's all we got for this week, my friend. Is that it? Hey couple of honorable mentions. You got the uh, USWNT coming to coming to town on Saturday to play Nigeria, mm-hmm. 1230, CMP. Yeah. But uh, other than that, man, that's just LA on, uh, you know, on, on Sunday at 5. For sure. Well, 5 not, o'clock that time. I'm not going to be able to be at the, uh, the U.S. Women's National Team game this time. Try to get out there. Can't do it this time. But uh, shout I out to everybody. I either. Shout out to all of you who are going. Please uh, hold down the fort. Make us look good. And, uh, yeah, as we march on to 2026 here in Kansas City. So thank you all so much. Thank you for the reviews. Uh, Thank you for the tweets. Thank you for the emails. Uh, We'll continue to read those if you send them to nootherpod at gmail.com. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and Twitter at nootherpod, at dancouser, at jcmac03. And, uh, yeah. We'll be back next week after a big L.A. game, hopefully with another victory pod. But until then, he's Dan. I'm Jimmy. We'll catch you all later. See ya. Fuck L.A., I guess.